little bit. What's up, everybody? So let's officially welcome everyone to the Panic Attack. I am Big John. We're going to holler at you today about NPR being a bunch of liberal foul-ups and celebs and how they are pissing on Independence Day because they don't have the right to murder babies anymore. They don't have the right to murder babies anymore. Listen to a little Tim McGraw. Let's pray for our men and women serving overseas. Let's celebrate those young lads who wrote that Declaration of Independence. Did you know a lot of the right the uh, founding fathers? We George Washington and. Uh, Oh, uh, Benny Franklin, they were pretty old, but, uh, well, Washington would have been considered middle-aged, uh, by our standards today, but these were some young bucks that, uh, I didn't realize they were mostly in their 20s and 30s. I knew TJ, Thomas Jefferson, TJ was down with the, uh, from what I hear, uh, but anyways, got a little puff, puff, pass, pass action, for T.J. Thomas Jefferson. Uh, anyways, that's nothing to do with anything. Uh, they were all in their, like, mostly in their 20s, 30s. Uh, I put a meme up on my Facebook and uh, Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, it's J underscore M-O underscore the number four, another underscore... And then PRZ, so JMO for Prez, or J underscore Mo underscore four underscore Prez, PRZ. Uh, a few years ago, two, 10 years ago, when I won my first elected office, a friend of mine posted on my uh, Facebook, Way to go, JMO. And, uh, she was a cutie too. She was a sweetheart. I love her. Um, I don't know if she's still married to that one dude. Maybe they got divorced. Maybe there's still a shot in my old age because she's still pretty. <laughs> Such a tool. Uh, but anyways, I came up with that JMO for Prez when I started Instagramming uh, because of her when she posted on my Facebook. Congratulations, JMO. She's a, she's a sweetie. Love her. All right, listen to some Tim Miggita Miggita Graw. While I light up a stogie. My idiot. Yeah. 
Here's Amen. I tell you what, I'm going to say something profound and yet controversial at the same time. There was a Disney movie came out many, many moons ago called All Dogs Go to Heaven. I think all American soldiers go to heaven because they're defending one of God's countries. The other one is Israel, of course. But the U.S. of A. was founded upon Judeo-Christian values and was uh, initially meant to be a safe harbor for religious pilgrims and uh, I think all, all American soldiers go to heaven there you heard it here first fuck you if you disagree I gotta be careful. Someday somebody from my church might listen to this. One of my sweet elders like Evelyn Thompson or Lois Burke. And they're going, John, don't you be using that F word. They, they, they would think better of me than that dirty word. But anyways. I love those old girls. I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for them. Would not be alive more than you will ever, ever know. So, over yonder at National Public Radio, a, na a taxpayer-funded <clears throat> public radio system, I don't know why our gut, when uh, free, what do you call it, free enterprise radio, capitalist radio, Radio stations were doing just fine on their own. Our government decided to start things like the public broadcast system, uh, their own television network. To uh, uh, I'm, uh, the road to hell was paved with good intentions, but I'm sure it was to uh, do the public good. Put out programming for the public interest. And I do believe PBS has uh, some great documentaries. But I look at things through an open mind. And if I see something on a documentary, wherever it is, uh, I will, I'll go out and research and look for the, the opposite side of the story. So I, but most people don't do that. Uh, but PBS, uh, public, the public broadcast system, taxpayer-funded, National Public Radio, taxpayer-funded, and they've become opinion and editorial broadcasts for very left-leaning people. Uh, so from therap.com, W-A-R-P, the wrap, like wrapping paper, not 
R-A-P like a rapper. NPR breaks 4th of July tradition of reading Declaration of Independence to examine its history. For 33 years, National Public Radio's Morning Edition host Steve Inskeep has made a tradition of reading the Declaration of Independence on the 4th. And let me tell you, I, I attempted pathetically to read the Declaration aloud the other day, and I, I it was really spur of the moment. I wasn't in a good reading voice or I should have read it through and then reread it. But it was made to be read aloud. Uh, there were printing presses back in the day, but it was really meant to be given to given out to several people, maybe hundreds of people. And they were meant to read it aloud, out loud, in the public square to the people of the towns around America, as well as it being sent to the king. So it's a very beautiful document uh, if, you, if you're a better reader than I am. I tried, man. I fucking tried. Uh, but a few years ago on the uh, National Independence Day celebration, which was broadcast on PBS, uh, there were several major actors with great voices uh, that read the Declaration aloud. And each of them, you know, took uh, a paragraph or a few sentences. And it was beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Like I said, it, it's, it was written at a time when things were made to be read out loud because that's how uh, the news traveled. I mean, it still travels that way. We watch reporters read the news out loud now, but it's just not as... Uh, their writers aren't as good with their words as Thomas Jefferson and the other founders. Anyhow, so host Steve Inskeep has made the tradition. He broke the tradition, replacing it with a segment uh, examining what Thomas Jefferson's famous phrase, all men are created equal, actually means in relation to today's sharply divided U.S. of A. Uh, Inskeep interviewed a Harvard professor, Annette Gordon-Reed, who wrote a book in 1997 about Jefferson's affair with one of his slaves, Sally Hemings. Uh, I went to college with one of Sally Hemings' great-great-nephews. That's eh, not important. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Uh, she talks here, he didn't think blacks would forgive whites for what they had done, and he believed whites would never give up their prejudices, and so we would be in be in a state of conflict and we don't want to hear this but we have been in a state of conflict yes 
the, the United States of America is in a state of conflict thanks to liberals like Professor Gordon-Reed and Mr. Inskeep constantly driving a wedge between us. The segment examines, goes on to examine the United States called out on its hypocrisy all the way back to its earliest years. Black naturalist Benjamin Bank, Banneker, pardon me, challenged the Declaration writers to abolish slavery. They wanted to, but uh, but two, all but two of the thirteen colonies agreed to put the abolishment of slavery into the Declaration. It took another hundred years for that brave Republican president, Abe Lincoln, to abolish slavery. Well, a little less than a hundred years, but get my point. Listen to the full NPR broadcast here. Uh, I also heard during this uh, segment from other sources that... Uh, Inskeep brought up, you know, uh, the abortion ruling by the Supreme Court uh, and other things that the Supreme Court has passed down in the last few days. Um, how does... Why now? Why, why this now? Yes, yes, I'm sorry... Yes, indeedy. We are, I think this nation is divided out as badly as it was maybe at the Civil War. Uh, certainly as in the 50s and 60s. Uh, maybe even worse. And sometimes I wonder if I'm just believing my own horse shit. My own BS. My own baloney stuffings. When... Uh, I hear and think and thunk about, uh, you know, all of this left-wing, right-wing stuff. Does the, the average white and black person in America really think the way that uh, the, the folks you see on TV do? Do they really think the way that the uh, liberals and social media people think and talk uh, and honestly I don't think that we do I think we're closer if we sit down and talk to one another we're closer than we realize and we've got to stop watching crap on television listening to crap like this on NPR and Maybe, just maybe, get back into the days when we talked and listened to each other. And went back to the days when television was not publicly broadcast, publicly funded. National radio was not public and publicly funded. And, and however... 
they ended every day's radio or television broadcasting day at midnight with the national anthem. I'm old enough to remember that. The TV stations going off air at midnight and playing the national anthem. Yeah, I was just a little bitty boy and my memory is fading in my senile mid-40s, but I remember that. So I think we need a lot of bit a lot of bit of less government funding and regulation and let us private people have more freedom on social media platforms and let people figure shit out for themselves. Anyways, let's break it break and come back and make fun of Kim Kardashian. So, I'm sorry for all of us who celebrated Independence Day yesterday. I personally enjoyed a fine meal of barbecue rib meat, uh, cheap hot dogs. My blessed mother, she couldn't find the good hot dogs, whatever. So, she got these terrible cheap ones, but they were still good. Hell, you burn you burn the hell out of a hot dog. It still tastes like a burnt hot dog. Uh, macaroni salad, tater salad, uh, soda pop, or pop as I call it. Uh, all that. And of course we fed our damn dogs and looked through some old family photo albums, some photographs, some history of our own. Uh, and just had a good time visiting. But now I regret it. And I hope you do too. You ungodly heathen. Why weren't we all paying attention to Kim Kardashian? The girl who is gorgeous. I think Chloe's actually prettier now. Uh, but anyways. The gorgeous young lady from Hollywood who got famous for being famous. She has no talent. She has no brains. She's getting by on her Botox uh, infused her good looks that when they fade, well, plastic surgery and different medical uh, procedures Medicines, creams, makeups, they'll keep her looking young for another 30 or 40 years. 
But she's famous because her dad was a powerful L.A. lawyer. Robert Kardashian, who famously carried a clothing bag out of O.J. Simpson's house the morning after O.J. allegedly murdered his ex-wife and her lover. What was in the bag, Kimmy? Kimba? What did Dad carry out of O.J.'s house? And he... He wasn't carrying it like you would normally carry a bag. He was he was holding that mug out from his body because he didn't want to get none of that DNA on his shit. That's what was in that bag. He didn't want Nicole and uh, uh, whoever the the boyfriend or waiter from the restaurant, whatever his poor name was, uh, Ron Goldman, and OJ's blood. He didn't want that blood getting on his fine designer clothing up there and. Beverly Hills with the cement ponds. New, new, new. So Robert Kardashian was OJ's attorney, but he couldn't defend OJ because he may have also been called as a witness in the trial. Yeah, Kimmy, tell me about morality when your daddy is friends and almost the attorney for a damn murderer. Now, how else did Kim get famous? How did she really get famous? Daughter of famed attorney Robert Kardashian makes sex tape. She got famous, and she she she's a pretty girl. She's got a beautiful body. I, I give her cred. But she gained fame. We're doing the hibbity-dibbity, the hippity-hoppity, the bippity-boppity with a second-rate rapper named Ray J. And the, half the video is this idiot looking into the, not her, this idiot Ray J holding the camera up like a selfie and doing stupid faces. So that's what Kim Kardashian is infamous for, or famous for. That's how she became famous. Then, of course, there's the Kardashians television program, which is stupidity at its finest. Uh, even in the reality show genre, Obviously, they have their fans, or they wouldn't be on TV, but they, they, they freaking, they suck. I don't know why stupid chicks watch it. I watched it, part, parts of the Kardashians, I couldn't get into it. And I'm a kind of stupid reality show fan myself. So, Kim Kardashian and, oh, hey, one of Satan's favorite singers, Katy Perry, uh, are among celebrities who protested July 4th celebrations 
following the Supreme Court's Roe versus Wade reversal. Look, all this did, all that the Supreme Court did was say, the states have the right to make their laws, that abortion is not guaranteed in the Constitution. Okay, some states will ban abortions. Uh, Joe Biden is doing his best to ramp up your fears that, oh, well, your state may prosecute you for getting abortion if you drive across state lines. It's not going to happen. Okay? But anyhow, uh, this is from Newsweek. Uh, As the country celebrated Independence Day, Many were disheartened, no we weren't, by the recent ruling with backlash that fell across social media. I would put more, if I were writing this article, and this is opinion, and it's under the gossip column section of Newsweek, uh, I, would, I would have worded that some were disheartened. Uh, I would maybe even go a little further, and, and since this is editorial, some ungodly heathen are disheartened. Uh, people like Madonna, because she's so relevant and so wise. She, she was famous in the 1980s. It's been at least 32 years. Eh, maybe we'll be generous and say 30 years since she's had a relevant hit song in the music radio, right? I mean, the, the mid, early to mid-90s, the last time she had a, a popular song, uh, uh, back when MTV still played music videos. Madonna is calling for a revolution, and Kardashian is declaring the fourth was canceled. Uh... I mean, okay, no, it's not okay. I was saying okay to as a pause. Uh, okay, so Kim, you kept your babies. As far as we know, she kept all her babies. Did not abort any. But saying the fourth was canceled, really? What about the, the rights now given to uh, future children? So here's how some celebrities marked... The 4th of July. Let's scroll down here and see. Ooh, who's that ugly redhead? Jessica Christine? Or, or, pardon me, Jessica Chastain. I threw an extra letter in there. I never even heard of her. Never, And I, I like gingers. I am a ginger. And she's an ugly one. You're bringing us down, Jessica Chastain, whoever you are. So, Kim Kardashian, who we don't know, she doesn't know what she is. Uh, Katy Perry, Satan's favorite singer. And Jessica Chastain, whoever she is. Kim tweeted, July 4th has been canceled due to a shortage of independence, period. Sincerely, comma, women. Eh, and probably same amount of women agree with the Roe v. Wade uh, decision 
as disagree with it. I don't think you speak for all broads, Kim. You just, you just speak on behalf of women who got uh, booty sex from Ray J. And put it nicely. Happy Independence Day from me and my reproductive rights, said Jessica Chastain. Uh, she's an Oscar winner. Posted a, uh, a self or posted a picture of herself with middle fingers up and the caption, "Happy Independence Day for my reproductive rights." What did you win an Oscar for? Their bar is getting really low. Uh, Padma Laxmi. She complained that there's uh, separate church and state. I think I I really think church and state are separate. Uh, our state is never the United States of America has never been more separate from the church. Uh, she went this whoever Padma is. Not much to celebrate this 4th, I'm afraid. Let's hope everyone can keep safe and peaceful day, peaceful today. And soon the nation, our nation veers away from this precept. Yeah, okay. What did Satan's favorite singer, Katy Perry, have to say? Baby, you're, fire, you're a firework. Is about... Or wait, let me... Get, let me settle down here. Baby, you're a firework is a 10, but women in the U.S. have forever or have fewer rights than actual than an actual sparkler shaking my head. Let's read that again now that I've read it. Baby, you're a firework is a 10... But women in the U.S. have fewer rights than an actual sparkler. SMH, she tweeted. Well, isn't, is Baby, You're a Firework one of her songs, I think? Well, Kim, or Katie, whoever we are, more babies are going to get to enjoy fireworks and some will probably enjoy your shitty music auto-tune thanks to the Supreme Court and that's where we ended well I could end it with this patriotic song God bless America pray for each other thanks for watching, listening, whatever you're doing
Thank y'all. God bless you. It's been one. It's been fun. God bless America. Freer than any other. <laughs>